swing on down to Ricky's place Where the girls are refined and the men have good taste A subtle joke, a touch of class Poured in a tall martini glass Let's swing on down to Ricky's down Hello and welcome to Rick's Martini Bar. This is Jerry McCarty here with the lovely Kelly Maroney. And also we have a special guest today, the great Kathy Garver. You know her as Sissy from Family Affair. Cheers, Kathy. Thank you for being here. Well, thank you very much. I'm really enjoying these uh, three olives that are stuffed <laughs> with blue cheese in my uh, vodka on the rocks martini. Thank oh, you very much, like Kelly that. and Jerry. I like that. I like that. We have so much we want to talk to you about. But first of all, is there anything you want to tell us about? Any uh, plugs you want to do? How much do I have to pay you for <laughs> <Nothing>. <laughs> letting it's, you know about it's this? free. It comes with it. Okay. Well, uh, my movie, Mom, Murder, and Me, Ooh. is uh, being screened and released on February 27th. I play the starring part of Mom. And uh, my book, The Family Affair Cookbook, is selling very well. Here's the... Uh, Horrible plug. You can get that at Amazon.com or by going to my website at KathyGarver.com, K-A-T-H-Y-G-A-R-V-E-R.com. My new book, Surviving Sissy, My Family Affair of Life in Hollywood, is being published by uh, HarperCollins, and that will be out at the end of the year. And if you go to my Facebook or also Amazon.com, as we had discussed earlier, Jerry and Kelly, I do a lot of audiobooks. And so the, my latest book is called The Beloved Daughter. And it's really a, a wonderful book by Alana Terry that chronicles a uh, young girl's plight in wow. North Korea and also the oh. plight of a lot of Christians in some of these countries that are trying to oust them or kill them or just pretend that they don't exist. Wow. Yes, exactly. So, uh, on a lighter note. <laughs> wow. You're busy. You're very busy. Yes. Well, uh, I, I want to talk a little bit, and we've got, uh, we don't have much time, but I definitely want to make sure we talk about Family Affair, affair because uh, Kelly and I were talking before, and we're like, that pitch for that show was this family of kids, parents get in a car accident, and they go to live with their rich uncle who has a butler, in an apartment, which it probably wouldn't pass today. Gentleman's gentleman. <laughs> gentleman. Or a nanny, as we would a call nanny. him today. Well, I have some uh, good uh, friends, director friends and producer friends, and they said, oh, well, I want to pitch this story. And I said, well, I'm going to TV land. You know, I'm going to meet with them. And I said, let me pitch the story. I said, oh, no, 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 we're not ready. We have to write the Bible, and we have to figure out the world in which they live, and we have to get, you know, at least 10 or 12 episodes. And I said, well, that's interesting. I said, because Family Affair was certainly sold on a one-page thing. Of course, Don Federson had quite a reputation. My Three Sons with Fred McMurray uh, and the, the, the wonderful kids, Stanley Livingston yeah. and Don Grady and Tim Considine, so, and that had been running for five years. So when he came up with this new concept, and it originally was going to star Glenn Ford and oh, Terry really? Thomas, right, but... At that time, God forbid, in the 1960s, this was 1966, is when it debuted that a movie star would go on that horrid little tiny screen <laughs> TV. So Glenn Ford definitely turned it down. 
Now, Brian Keith had just done Parent Trap. So he right. had primarily this reputation of being the big macho guy and doing the westerns and really cool. Uh -huh. But here in this role in The Parent Trap, he played this very caring father, etc. So he was kind of on that familial trail. And he had just adopted three kids mm -hmm. in his own life. And he and his wife had two kids. So they said, well, this is just like my real family. Well, not only that, but... Don Federson. Well, I'm talking a lot. Do you have to go no, to commercial no, no, right no, now? No, 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 no. We're good. Keep going. Keep okay. going. We're not stopping you. Okay. Well, Don Federson had initiated this wonderful way of luring movie stars onto that little screen. Um, he would, one, promise. This is the way he got Fred McMurray. Fred McMurray for My Three Sons. Yeah. That's right. You only have to work 39 days. We will do a whole season, and then you're free to go do your movies. Well. That's that the way they pitch it now, right? That's, no. how, <laughs> that's how they convince people to do it now is it's an easy gig, right? The second most important thing, they gave him a part of the show. Oh. Now, Lucille Ball was one of the first ones that got a part of her own shows. But this was really not known for regular actors to actually participate financially in their own shows. So Jimmy McHugh, Brian Keith's agent, and he said, okay. Every actor likes a steady job and a little financial compensation. So he accepted it. Mm. And uh, they were off and uh, was like in the top ten the first year. That's great. And, and I, it was sold, excuse me, just on a one page. Well, as you said, <laughs> you don't need all that stuff. Do you stuff. remember the synopsis for that, the pitch? Well, I do. because, And it's as Jerry said, it was about, and Bachelor Father had done well. Uh -huh. So this was like a bachelor uncle. It was one of the first dysfunctional families that didn't have the yeah. mom and the dad in twin beds. Right. <laughs> but t uh, tell me if it, I'm oversimplifying it, though, but it's just, they were just all nice kids. Like, your character, Sissy, was nice. The kids were adorable. Mr. French was was just a nice guy. It was just uh, 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 some watching nice people for a half an hour. <laughs> it was somewhat of an idealized family. As I look at some of the things that are now on in 2014 and, and uh, a couple years back, people are yelling at each other, people are insulting each other, people <laughs> are demeaning each other. And I said, why? I don't even, why would you even watch that? Yes, it was idealized, but is it not nice to give something and someone uh, a, a goal to look forward to yeah. that people can really be nice to one another, to care about them and express their love? And another aspect of that is that My Three Sons, Family Affair, the really wonderful classic uh, shows that are still being seen on MeTV or TV right. Land, primarily MeTV, that's where Family Affair yeah. is, they were done on film. Now, film is much softer rather than tape, which is, is much harder, has you know ridges around it. So especially the theme of our show, which was love and about a family, it was really a dramedy. Mm -hmm. It was not a comedy. You had these three kids that lost their parents in right. an accident. Right. And they were pawned off on this fellow that they hardly knew. Great. Again, originally, the show was on at 9.30 on a Monday night. I said, well, why is that on so late? Because it was going to revolve around the handsome bachelor squiring all oh. these beautiful women around in, to, in New York. But then the kids were so cute. Aren't we still just You're adorable? Still so cute. You're still so cute. <laughs> so, you know, all then the story started to revolve around the kids. That's great. Hey, now we got to take a commercial. So okay. when we come back, we're going to talk some more. We're going to have uh, Keith.
Kelly and Kathy talk a little bit about acting, and I want to hear about Was that filmed at CBS? Yes, they oh, did. Oh, I want to hear about that. Okay, when we return at Rick's Martini Bar. Let's swing on down to Ricky's Place. Where the girls are refined and the men have good taste. Back talking with Kathy Garver, and I would like to ask you about your. Do you remember your audition for Sissy? I do indeed. I was uh, a freshman at UCLA, and uh, I got a call from my agent Hazel McMillan. They said, "Well, they've got this this show. It's already sold, and uh, but for the first pilot, um, they have the two kids and Brian Keith and Sebastian Cabot, but they need the teenage sister." He said, "The only thing is." Um, you have to be blonde, and one of the kids and Brian had blue eyes. And I said, okay, mm-hmm. and I looked in the mirror, and I see my dark brown hair, and mm-hmm. uh, it was a little different shade at that time. I said, what am I going to do about my eyes? I said, at that time, they didn't have those colored uh, contact lenses. My lovely mother comes over to the sorority house, Pybitify, with his can in her hands of at that time in the oh, 60s, no. streaks and tips. Oh, no. So she sprays and sprays and sprays my hair to try and get it look long. <laughs> so uh, I, we go over to, at that time they were at Desi Lou. Uh, we hadn't moved over to CBS yet. And I meet Ed Hartman, who was just wonderful, and Virginia Martindale, who was the casting director, who had cast me in a lot of things beforehand. So I'm sitting there chatting in, you know, in my best little sorority outfit with my you know, hair that at that time then looked like something out of Goldfinger and like mm-hmm. a helmet. You you could tap like that. I remember and... Sissy's hair. <laughs> yes. It was awesome. So we're chatting, and he said, well, this is nice. I said, what's the matter with your hair? Oh. I said, my hair? He says, yes, it's turning green. <laughs> I said, oh. well, I, I guess you're not doing a remake of the boy with girl green hair, <laughs> like a girl with green hair? He said, no. But it, it loosened everything up, you know, and it was uh, made it a lot more relaxed conversation. They were already shooting the pilot. Oh. And I went on set to, you know, go in front of the camera then as my on-camera on audition. So... I passed, and, and my agent called me at the sorority, and he says, okay, you got the job, but never wear that dress and oh. never do that hair again. I said, you got it. That's no problem. Did you have any idea that for the rest of your life you'd be talking about Sissy? No, and I didn't, you know, really think it would be such a success. I really mm-hmm. never even thought about it. You were right. just so busy at that time getting your, your hair the right color and learning mm-hmm. your lines, et cetera, et cetera. And so after it debuted, and it was in the top ten like right away, I remember vividly uh, being at a department store and going down an escalator and said, oh, I saw you last night. Can I have your autograph? And I said, oh, well, yeah, uh, okay, I guess. It was a little bit of an intrusion. I said, well, why do they want my autograph? Are you kidding? And they would say, oh, this is like a, you're giving a present to someone. So here we are. 45 years later, <laughs> I'm still talking about my gold hair. Just for people that don't know, back then there were three stations, <laughs> ABC, CBS, NBC. Now there's tons of people on cable that we don't know, but you, there were three stations. One was probably a Western, and one was probably news, and you were the only young girl in a miniskirt and <laughs> blonde <laughs> right. hair, and so everybody knew Sissy. It was ABC, CBS, and NBC, and then your local broadcast, whatever that was. Right, yes. We had, like, KTLA in Los Angeles. That was the local company then. Um, we followed Andy Griffith's show, which was rather a nice lead-in. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> so that, that helped a lot. 
So for five years, you know, it was really into that vein, and then it started changing. Uh, and we also went from Desilu then to CBS Studio Center. Federson had been renting space there, as had Lucy. Um, and Sony bought Paramount, so it became Sony Paramount. And then CBS Studio Center and Studio City used to be the old Republic uh, uh, Studios. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Oh. The Three Stooges were there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember now. So we shot on Stage 10. It was ironic to me when they tried to remake the show, which was, excuse me, just awful. They tried to re remake Family Affair? Yes. I did not know that. Yeah, so Gary Cole played oh, no. um, uh, Uncle Bill and uh, Tim Curry oh, no. <laughs> played Mr. French. Oh. and then. You know, Rocky Horror Family yeah, Affair. Yeah, exactly. A Rocky Horror <laughs> Family Affair, indeed it was. And they made nine episodes, and they cut it off after the sixth. They wow, said, uh -uh. I didn't. We have another commercial we have to take, but this is so good. Thank you for being here, by the way. Well, Kathy, I just hate being it. at the Beverly Hills Hotel in the beautiful <laughs> sunshine with all the flowers and this fabulous martini. So we will be back right after this message at Rick's Martini Bar. Let's swing on down to Ricky's place. The girls are refined and the men have good taste. Hi, and we're back at Rick's Martini Bar with Kathy Garver. Oh, and I'm Kelly Maroney, and this is Jerry McCarty. So Kathy Garver has a book coming out called Surviving Sissy. And Take it away. I want to hear about that. Well, it's been a couple years in the making that I finally sat down and got it all done and, um, and signing with HarperCollins when I go back to New York in uh, a couple months uh, where I'm doing uh, a comic book show. Now, why are you doing a comic book mm -hmm. show? Because also, in part of my uh, career, I was That's Firestar right. in Spider-Man and His Amazing Friends. That's right. Which gives me the entree to do all the, the fun comic shows, et cetera, et cetera. Nice. So I'll be uh, back there doing that and also pitching a couple things to TV land. And uh, I'm an, a producer, which I've always wanted to be. I've, I've produced a lot of, of audiobooks and, and children's things. But for uh, film, this is a new challenge uh, to me. So uh, we have uh, our packages almost all put together. And I, I'm not going to say actually anything about that. But if you go to my Facebook and, and on my Twitter, I will keep everyone apprised of its progress. That sounds great. That sounds great. Please do uh, go to, to her Facebook page and also her Twitter because it's lively over there. And there's always something new. And she's on there every single day. Before we leave, I want to make sure as we run out of time, because I want to ask both of you actresses your your opinions on the, as we come up to the Oscars here, for the Best Actress uh, uh, Award. Do you think, uh, who do you like? Who do you think is going to win? Who do you wish would win? What do you think? Well, I love Judy Dench and Philomena. However, I think I enjoyed Kate Blanchett the best in Blue Jasmine. For me, whether it's... It, it's never 100% fair, but I think she's my lock-in. You? I agree with Kelly Maroney, um, a jury, and I think that Kate did a fabulous performance. I think she was very, very real. I think you cared about her. I was supposed to be on that movie, but really? Woody, uh, yes, uh, cast one of his friends as uh, Mrs. Westlake, quote-unquote, and... Her scene was cut out of the movie. <laughs> that was, uh, you know, retribution. I said, okay, Woody, so you don't get my talents. <laughs> Maybe next time. Well, I, I, I'm going to give 
my I agree with you guys. I think Kate Blanchett's going to win. But I I love what Sandra Bullock has done with her career. For starting out 10 years ago, we wouldn't have dreamed that we'd be talking about her as best actress, but I think she's gravity she had to act by herself for almost 2 hours cgi and not much else <laughs> which is a tough deal and, right. and, right. and she did a good job but but kate blanchett and meryl streep and judy dench are some pretty tough people to go up against if you're if you're uh sandra bullock one more thing before we talk and i just just uh i just wanted to get your thoughts because i know you've you've had it close to the family affair set is philip seymour hoffman who we lost with uh with the drug overdose great act any thoughts you have about this addiction problem, which is everywhere, I guess, but... Uh... It is everywhere, and it's certainly made more public when one is in the public, and we've lost so many people, like even this year, mm -hmm. uh, and Davy Jones, a little girl on my show, Anissa Jones, mm -hmm. uh, 18 years old when she died of a massive overdose of quaaludes and PCP, and it is a very sad thing to see these talented people and these fabulous lives snuffed out right. before... Uh, it's due. Um, he is the latest uh, in the long parade, unfortunately, of people that are addicted to drugs. I think even now the drugs are so much stronger. There's mm -hmm. no um, regulations on them. The people don't know what they're getting. They mm -hmm. don't know what the combination of, of a drug and alcohol can, can be or a drug and prescriptions. We've uh, lost a lot of wonderful actors that way. Mm -hmm. um, and in like my civil life, um, two of my very dear friends, both of their sons in their 20s died that very same oh. year of like that fentanyl with something else. So wow. it's, um, I think I'd have never taken drugs. I live in Northern California and besides loving martinis, I, <laughs> I like wine and I have just heard on the news today that reversatrol in uh, red wine and in aspirin uh, take away cancer cells. I and, you know, that too. Yes, mm -hmm. about the mice, mm -hmm. Kelly, right? Right. And in, even in humans, that there is an abnormal cell that the reversatrol ingredient in red wine and the aspirin will um, stem the growth of a lot. So um, mm -hmm. I'm drinking some more red wine and <laughs> having an aspirin. Uh, we'll join you. Okay. <laughs> well, we are at the end of our uh, our episode here. So thank you so much for being with us. Why don't you give your your uh, pitches again uh, for what you got coming up so everybody can get in touch with you. And they can search you on Facebook, just Kathy Garver. Great photos, great you put some great stuff up there. Oh, well, thank you very much, Jerry. Thank you, Kelly. My uh, it's kathygarver.com, K-A-T-H-Y-G-A-R-V-E-R.com. And that's where you can get my Family Affair cookbook. That's where you will be getting my Surviving Sissy. And go to Amazon, just put in Kathy Garver, and you can get all my, my other things, all my audio books that are available. Potter. Yes, my Beatrix Potter children's things. Goose. Yes, that's right. Uh, thanks, Kelly, and, and all the audio books I've done. Great. And Kelly Maroney, if people want to talk to you or email you or get in contact with you, what do they do? Oh, same as ever. Kelly Maroney, K-E-L-L-I-M-A-R-O-N-E-Y.com. I have a Facebook page. I have an actress, Kelly Maroney, page, and I'm on Twitter, all the same name. Awesome. Well, you guys are lovely, and thank you for being here. And we will see you next time at Rick's Martini Bar. swing on down to Ricky's place Where the girls are refined and the men have good taste. A subtle joke, a 
touch of class Poured in a tall martini glass Let's swing them down to Ricky's down 